Uh, we're talking about Naveem Jacobs. He's a young veterinarian, or was a young veterinarian, who just recently started a new job at the Cape of Good Hope SPCA. He had a bright future ahead of him. But under the cover of load shedding, under the cover of darkness, thieves trying to steal a wheel off his car, they snuffed out his life as he tried to stop them. He investigated a sound or a commotion uh, outside his home just after midnight um, on Wednesday, and um, he was stabbed outside his Garlandale home. He was um, laid to rest yesterday. The janaza was on Thursday, and we had contacted many people to, to get a background of the story, but also to speak about Nadim Jacobs. And so many people said, we, we cannot talk because... He was very special to us, even people in security, even people who has worked within the space of community policing and safety, saying this is still very, very fresh. But Sharon Clarson is a member of the Athlone uh, Community Policing Forum. You worked with uh, Nadim Sharon. Um, you didn't just work for the Cape of Good Hope SPCA. You work within your community there in Athlone and you would often come out on call outs when it come, came to animal welfare issues, I understand. Yes, well, good morning, Leslie. Yes, that is correct. I do animal health um, in poorer communities. So I got to know Nadim Jacobs as um, working, having a close partnership with the SPCA and I met Nadim there and yeah, the man just um, moved me. His compassion and passion for animals was something that was that I admired greatly. From a community policing forum um, stance, Sharon, what do we know happened under the cloak of darkness on Wednesday night? I think if we look at the essentials of load shedding, Lester, with the power being out and enforced darkness upon communities. It leaves us all vulnerable. There's no security measures in place. The the security gates don't work. Remote gates don't work. So it means the safety measures that we do put in place is is not um, worth the money we've spent, so to speak, because it leaves us um, like sitting ducks, easy targets Mm. for for, for perpetrators of crime. Mm. Um, we have seen uh, an, an increase in, in the number of particularly contact crimes in the latest quarterly crime statistics. That has largely been attributed, you know, to it being December, more interactions between people, more connections between people. It's December, that has largely been, been, been used to couch the increase in, in contact crimes over the last quarterly statistics. But I, I know you could probably speak anecdotally. Or maybe you do have statistics, or maybe it's just from your experience of simply just re- re- responding to calls and concerns of communities. But over, we haven't had a day without load shedding uh, for the last, what, two months and, and three days. We've not had a, a day without load shedding. Have you seen an increase in the number of reported uh, thefts, break-ins, burglaries, even contact crime, violent crime over the last three months? Yes, I have definitely in um in the Athlon precinct um residents having or um commun- community members having to leave early morning for work and there's no power and then there's definitely an increase in in contact crimes, street robberies, particularly uh public having to use public 
persons having to use public transport leaving early morning and being targeted and traumatized. Mm. And then it's for a, a simple thing like your cell phone or your laptop or your wallet. Mm. And it's all, these are all essential items to make a living. Mm. So it goes beyond just um, the trauma that the individual faces. If your cell phone's gone, you've lost contact with the world. If um, your your ID documents, for example, the, the, the trauma of having to go and replace your bank yeah. card, your your ID document. So it's, it's greater than just um, losing the, 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 the item that's been taken from you. It's also the... the, the um, it's the absolute schlep of trying to get your life back. There we go. There we after go. After something as innocuous as, a, as an ID card or a driver's license that was in your wallet that was taken. That is, that is yeah. the schlep. And it means nothing when it comes to compare to someone's you know, personal safety and, 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 and the actual life. But there is this, this big knock on effect when we talk about even the, the, you know, the petty crimes that happen under the cloak of darkness. Yeah, what happened to Nassim is tra- the tragic indication of a crime has come out of cr- control as, as a result of load shedding. I'm saying there is no crime. Um, there is now sort of, you need to pay attention to the facts around. If you look at the statistics that you mentioned earlier. On average, the contact crimes have increased by between 15 and 17%. But I would say in the last month, I, as CPS chairperson, have been inundated with calls. This person was robbed on this corner just down the road from where I stay. A lady on her way to work, her handbag was snatched. And that all for, uh, sorry, not her handbag, her cell phone was taken. The trauma that this lady has went through as a result of being gunpointed. Mm. And the knock on effect. Now the family also suffers because they have to deal with a mom that's now in an emotional state. Mm. And and this is this is our biggest concern is the trauma that load shedding is also yeah. putting on families. Uh Sharon j- just very quickly, um what what are people doing to, to, to mitigate against the, the, the fear and the anxiety of particularly walking to public transport terminus in the dark. Last week, we spoke to a, a, a not a young man, he's a 32-year-old man. His name is Chad Williams. He says that when there is load training between 4 and 6 and he needs to walk to a bus stop in Military Road in Steenburg, he came on and says that his dad walks with him. Dad walks with a lamp and that there are people along the way that, you know, walk along with his dad in the lamp to the bus stop and dad waits there and at first people found it funny that there's this grown man with his you know elderly father standing there with a lamp at the end of the day people started to appreciate that that's just one of the things that communities are having to do to make sure that they leave their home walk almost like this 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 human bus to a bus stop simply to be safe during load shedding yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of communities have embarked on that. It's like a walking bus, almost, so to speak, like they had with the children that they have to walk to school safely. We are members of the community. I leave for, um, let each other know we leave at this particular time for work, sure. and then they will work, walk together as a group. As a group. Um, yeah, and that, that unfortunately is the situation we find ourselves that in. That is the, the Communities have to take the power back. Um, yeah. Well, and safeguard themselves by walking in numbers. But there too, you are not guaranteed that you are, are going to be safe. Sharon Klaassen, she's a chairperson of the Athlone CPF. Are you one of those people who've had to 
organize and coordinate with your neighbors. We walk into the bus stop, we walk into the train station, we m- walking to the to the taxi rank during load shedding, four to six in the morning, simply to get to work. So let's coordinate. Let's walk together. O two one four four six O five six 